from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends, and a happy Easter to all of you. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Monday, April 13th. We've got a great show here on this Easter Monday for you. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up, Director of Pastoral Care. Mercy Medical Center going to talk about yesterday's gospel, which happened to be a big one, by the way. Tom Quinlan is going to be on at 715 today, director of the St. Joseph Educational Center here in the Diocese of Des Moines. We're going to talk about what it means to be an Easter people in the midst of a pandemic crisis. Tom will be coming up here at 715. Megan Selwa, Channel 13 meteorologist, is going to have your weekly forecast for you. A little chilly, a little chillier than I think last week, but we'll get by nonetheless. At least there's a little bit of sun. Huh? Out there to accompany the chill. Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up here on Iowa Catholic Radio, going to talk about his show today, what he's got coming up, and uh, uh, it, it, yeah, as well. Uh, we'll have uh, Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan So, as we said, and we'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour. Lots to get to this morning here on this Easter Monday. Looking forward to a great season. Here of Easter. Yes, even in the midst of suffering, there is great light and great hope, and that is found only, only in the risen Jesus Christ. Uh, Monday, April 13th, Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. What did you eat yesterday? Ham. And it was good. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, we did too. My wife made a phenomenal recipe yesterday. Uh, uh, her her specialty ham. First time ever. And I'm saying it's her specialty ham because uh, I ate more than I think I've ever eaten in my life. Well, that's awesome. Number one, you uh, you uh, abided by the uh, uh, the tape that's around your kitchen to keep you out, so that caution tape worked, and uh, the meal went on as planned. So I'm glad to hear that in the Leonetti house. It's gone to fencing now. <laughs> oh, I went from uh, just duck, uh, just tape around the uh, kitchen to fencing now. Your your wife? Oh, I like yeah. that. Your wife has really gotten into this. Yeah, keep you out. No gate. I hope. I was in charge of the scrambled eggs yesterday, and I did not mess that up. So that was that was it. <laughs> well, good for you. Good for you. Yes, it was a uh, unfortunately a day to be indoors. We had about an inch of rain here in central Iowa. Our friends to the north, up by uh, what was it, to Emmitsburg and uh, Algona, had over a foot of snow. So we got lucky here in central Iowa. Just rain. How does that happen? I mean, I, I was thinking about that yesterday when I heard that. I mean, we just had barely anything—a foot of snow. My goodness! Yeah, imagine that town of Rent, 
Renwick, uh, Iowa, had a foot of snow. It's up there by Emmitsburg and uh, near the Minnesota border. But it's the time of year. As uh, Jerry Ann said this morning, you'll hear from Megan later from uh, Channel 13. They said this is more seasonable weather we're having now. Highs in the upper 40s, lower 50s. We got spoiled last week. Remember, John, last Tuesday it was 82 degrees in Des Moines, and uh, we, we got spoiled by that, I think. My kids were out with squirt guns on that day. <laughs> Of course they were. Why wouldn't you be? Now, uh, this is Iowa. This is Iowa weather right here. Yeah, well, it is Easter, and it is the Easter season, a time to rejoice, but also a time to uh, continue our self-quarantine and uh, social distancing, and uh, hopefully we'll have a break in that soon, but uh, we just got to keep doing what we've been doing. Press on. That's it. Pressing on. That is that is correct. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning on this uh, Monday, April 13th from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk and meteorologist Megan Selwalk, currently in Des Moines. Uh, we have mostly clear skies, a very chilly 25 degrees, northwest winds at 15 miles per hour. We're seeing gusts near 30, so that'll keep the, uh, we got a feels-like temperature now. It's down to 13 degrees this morning, so bring out the coat and gloves. As today, it'll be mostly sunny, but a high of 42 degrees. We'll have west-northwest winds at 20 to 30 miles per hour throughout the day here in central Iowa. Tonight, mostly clear, overnight low of 26 degrees. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 44 degrees. We'll have, uh, it will not be as windy for on Tuesday. Wednesday, partly cloudy, a high of 46 degrees. And Thursday and Friday, uh, partly cloudy, highs in the upper 40s, lower 50s both days, but there is a chance of rain in the forecast both Thursday and Friday. Well, in the news, on on this Monday morning, uh, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds has named a fourth justice to the Iowa Supreme Court. West Des Moines Attorney Matthew McDermott was her pick for the opening on the state's highest court. McDermott replaces David Wiggins, who retired last month. McDermott grew up in Carroll, and he's worked at, in a Des Moines law firm and was a lead attorney defending Iowa's new collective bargaining law when public employee unions sued the state. Uh, he, he was named... Uh, to the Supreme Court here in Iowa last week. In other news, Iowa is close to getting 5- to 15-minute coronavirus tests. Last week, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds said a number of testing machines from Abbott Laboratories are on the way, and they're expected to, to arrive here in the state by tomorrow. Uh, Governor Reynolds said the machines won't immediately speed up testing capacity. She also says each machine has potential to test about 100 people. According to the Iowa State Hygienic Lab, it has the ability to test more than 2,000 people a day under its existing testing method which requires about 24 hours to produce a result. Governor Reynolds says the state is uh, using both rapid tests and traditional tests in its plan to battle the coronavirus. Iowa now has 1,587 cases of the coronavirus with 41 deaths in the state. There were seven yesterday. A total of over 16,000 negative tests have been administered. Roughly half the deaths in Iowa have involved residents at long-term care facilities. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Prick. And once again, uh, high school, all high school spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely. Uh, that includes uh, girls and boys track, soccer, golf, and tennis. Once again, for the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies, 25 degrees, a northwest wind at 15 miles per hour. We have gusts up near 30 miles per hour, so that feels like temperature this morning, 13 degrees. And today, it'll be mostly sunny here in central Iowa. Today's high, 42 degrees with no west-northwest winds at 20 to 30 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning John Leonetti Show. And coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports.
Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Accident-free as things are starting off this morning, so not a bad drive. Just, uh, again, lots of construction, so uh, look for reduced lanes and areas, also uh, road closures in other areas. So just expect a little extra time, depending when you're uh, making that to drive to wherever you may be going today. Thanks to Builder Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Can has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Deacon Dave O'Brien. Happy Easter, Deacon. Good morning, Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you. How did you celebrate yesterday? Well, it was, uh, we did it on Zoom. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, like many of us. Yeah, we did it on Zoom. It was great to talk to the kids and what they what uh, they were having for their feast and all of that. But and then Carol and I ate, uh, and we had probably about the same things you did. We had ham, and then we had uh, cheese potatoes. I love those, and uh, you know some other things that were good. So we celebrated, but certainly uh, would have been loved been together better but we just the way it is right now yeah well you're right we celebrated because yesterday's a day to celebrate imagine the apostles seeing our lord for the first time in my family room i've got a uh, an image a picture of uh, john and peter and it's a rather famous french painting we have a print of it and it's of uh, them first hearing of the lord uh, the Lord's resurrection and and them running and and you have the image of course painted in the scriptures where John you know the younger one uh, runs a little bit faster than Saint Peter I like that little jab there to Peter and uh, and arrives at the tomb sooner so you see John a little bit in the in the front of Peter as they're running it's just it, to me it it embodies hope you know I mean the look on their face the Lord has risen right yeah it's just uh. You know, you just want to imagine the whole scene. You know, <clears throat> even the soldiers in the beginning, when what would have happened there, how they would have been shocked. You know, the stone rolled away, the brilliant light, the, the the shaking of the ground, all of it. You know, just think how they would have. You know, their first moments of seeing that. You know, we put this guy in the ground. You know, what happened? <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, what they did to him. I, I listened to Bishop Barron's uh, homily yesterday, and uh, it was really, it came alive for me, because he said that the first thing you have to know about this story of the resurrection is that it happened. And I thought to myself, you know, that's rather obvious, but it is so true when you think about it, right? Because there's a lot of mythological stories out there, and, and good ones at that. But but this one truly happened they were missionaries that happened that became of jesus people went out and gave their lives in some of the most gruesome ways possible that were otherwise hidden in fear but ended up giving their lives for this staking everything that they had that i saw him i saw his i put my hands in his wounds this is real 
And I think we as Christians have to understand that even today, this is real. This happened. This isn't just a nice story or a feel-good adventure. This is true. We have a the God-man, as the early church fathers called him, that was killed. And as you came on the show to to really help us understand on, on Holy Thursday in the most the most gruesome way possible, which is by crucifixion, but yet he rose. Yeah, yeah, I mean, nobody does that from crucifixion, right? Nobody. And so, I mean, and, and I think that's probably part of the, the passion, right? He would have had to suffer the worst possible death where it would have been out in front of everybody and show everybody that he was, in fact, dead, and then three days later, he's back. And I mean, it's, you know, destroy this temple, and in three days I will rebuild it. And, and it's been rebuilt ever since, you know. And so I really think that, uh, you know, a lot of times we always ask that question of why this way, why was he crucified and all that. Well, part of it is just the physical, what I call, again, caveman theology of people had to see how destructive it was and how totally there's no way anybody could have survived that. No stories of anybody surviving crucifixion. None. There are no stories. Especially a guy with a crown. No stories about the crown. And so understand that three days later, this would have been unbelievable. You know, as as even John says, they quite, at the end of that gospel, right, he says it's quite had to understand what resurrection meant, right, rising from the dead, but they certainly understood after that. And John believed. He went in and he believed. He saw it. His own eyes, the empty tomb. Will you give us your uh, blessing this Easter Monday morning? Well, I certainly will. Loving and gracious God, this is what we believe. This is the epicenter again of our faith. It is the central focus. We pro- we proclaim his death and we profess his resurrection. So, Lord, we just ask you for his your great blessing on this octave Monday of Easter and Easter time. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Deacon Dave O'Brien. Talk to you soon, Deacon. Thanks for coming on. Take care, John. Have a great week. Tom Quinlan coming up right after this, director of the St. Joseph Educational Center. We're going to talk about what it means to be an Easter people in the midst of the pandemic crisis. Yes, you can say alleluia, by the way. St. John Paul II said, we are an Easter people. Alleluia is our song. Tom will be coming up to sing a little bit for us. Well, he won't be singing, but he'll sing that tune coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Monday, April 13th. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And a thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. You know, one of the thorns in my side, as I was telling my wife last night, is I haven't been able to see my guys yesterday as we play uh, pick up basketball for an hour a few times a week, and that's been tough for me. But been trying to keep in touch with a lot of them via text, and Dean is one of them. Bell Construction, residential reroofs for the last 30 years and underwrites this show. Can't thank them enough. 963-4494. Need a new roof? I know a guy. Residential reroofs. Dean Bell, 963-4494. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Thank you, Blessed Mary International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. 
Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Farm Bureau agents. Cindy Schulte for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Hi, this is Tony Calumet, Executive Director for Iowa Catholic Radio. We want to thank you for your support, and right now we ask that you continue to support Iowa Catholic Radio. Due to the crisis of the COVID-19, we're seeing extra expenses because of the outbreak. We want to assure you that we will continue our mission and share resources at iowacatholicradio.com. Would you consider a gift of $33 or any amount you can provide? Give now at iowacatholicradio.com and thank you. Oh God, you're my deliverer Coming up in the second half hour, friends I read a great piece over the weekend about staying connected to God And Eric Robinson has a great way to do just that uh, So we'll have uh, eight tips for staying connected to God uh, you're, you're not able to attend Mass. Most of us aren't able to attend Mass anyway. Uh, but we are able to still uh, stream it live. And uh, even though it's, it's, not, uh, it's not like being there. You know, I, I felt that ache with you yesterday for Easter Sunday. There's an ache in, I think, most of our hearts. I just wanted the longing to be there in the presence of our Eucharistic Lord with the community. Uh, but in due time, in due time, I think the Lord is preparing us for a resurrection uh, hopefully, of the world, and we come out better than than when we went in. I truly believe that. So uh, hang tight. We'll have that for you coming up in the second half hour uh, now. Uh, Tom Quinlan joins me, director of the St. Joseph Educational Center. Hey, Tom. Good morning, and hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is risen indeed, and we're talking about just that, Tom. Staying hopeful in uh, in a time of pandemic crisis. How do we do just that? Yeah, you know, uh, boy, it was a sure different Easter for all of us yesterday, and for those of us in the Des Moines area, quite the lovely weather day too, huh? Hmm. So, how do we endure? How do we? You know, they're talking about the vaccine not coming out for eighteen months. They're also talking about any recovery we have in the coming weeks, uh, likely uh, meaning we're going to be playing whack-a-mole for the next year or so with increases in viruses as we relax our social distancing uh, uh, protocols. 
So we need to be ready to be in this for the long haul. And the good news here is that we are, as you're saying this morning, we are an Easter people. Catholics do Lent so well. We really do. It's, it's, it's a beautiful witness to the world that there's a process, a journey, that brings us to the True to Women Easter. I think we need to remind ourselves each and every day with a rousing alleluia that Easter is a season, even longer than Lent. We, we can't let go of Easter joy and Easter hope in this time of pandemic. Yeah, is, is the hope, uh, you see, it, I think this is something that uh, I was even meditating on a little bit yesterday in, in our family prayer, and I spoke with this with my wife last night. The hope isn't in the crisis being over. The hope is in Jesus. That's where we have to concentrate our hope. No matter if there's a crisis or not, no matter what's going on in our lives, personal crisis or not, public crisis, the hope doesn't rest in a vaccine. The hope doesn't rest in relaxing social distancing or my business coming back. The hope rests in Jesus. That's where we have to place everything. Absolutely. And, you know, never has the world seen something striking all of us at once it has created um, what I'm, I'm using this word dislocation. Everything is different. There's no one who's escaping the, the reaches of this pandemic. And so in dislocation, it's sort of like a, the farming metaphor of tilling hard clay soil. Who have we become as a world? We've become utilitarian. We've become a marketplace. Um, every, so much of this is, has become about uh, money, frankly. Um, commerce. And this gives the world a chance to stop, to breathe, to reflect. And in the dislocation, in the tilling of the hard topsoil, there is the chance for, for the reins of grace to penetrate people's hearts. Ultimately, this comes down to, can we invite God into our hearts and foster conversion to Jesus Christ so I ask our listeners today to think about people in their lives, even if they're not with them today in the workplace, with neighbors, with friends, and with family. Think about people who need the, 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 their hearts broken open, and to, uh, for them in this dislocation, in the vacuum that has been created in people's lives, the opportunity for Jesus to penetrate with grace, the Holy Spirit to come. I wonder, what are people reaching out for in this time? Some people are turning to addictive behaviors. Some people are turning to despair. We as Catholic Christians must not turn inward in fear and despair. We must turn outward. So think about the people you can reach out to via phone, via social media, whatever means you have to witness to them what it means to be a Catholic Christian, to be filled with hope, and now in the Easter season, Christian joy. Yeah, this has to look different for us. Uh, this Lent looked different for us. Now this Easter has to look different for us as Catholics. And as you said, it's one thing to turn inward on ourselves. And this is what the Holy Father is kind of his theme uh, throughout his papacy. And I've heard him say it just a number of times where he talks about the human person turning inward. When that happens, we get sick. Uh, but but rather we are people, as you said, Tom, that, that orient ourselves and order ourselves outward, first and foremost, towards the living God, 
That's where our lives project towards him always. And second, as he says, to love one another. So as you said, and given some tangible ways to be able to do um, just that. But yes, this is, this is a time, a continual time of conversion. I've said it and I'll say it until I'm blue in the face, Tom, because you know the, the Lord has never given any of us. And as you said, this affects all of us, a time like this. And you know, my, my son said this to me last night, Tom, he's seven. He said, why is God doing this? Why is God doing this? Mm. He's not doing this, Joseph, but he's allowing it. And I said, we can learn a lot in the things that God allows in our world. And yes, there are evils that God allows, but yet we still can take things away. And, and I think the main one from this, again, Tom, is conversion. You know, John, we all remember 9-11 and the, the, the blip that we experienced as, as Catholic people, uh, People were going to church. It was cool to be a believer. Um, unfortunately, that quickly faded. This is a different situation. This is going to go on over time, and it's affecting the whole world. Never have we experienced an opportunity to call down the Holy Spirit, to work our way towards Pentecost now, and to be thinking about the people in our lives <clears throat> and inviting them, praying for them to experience conversion. There's never been evangelizing opportunity, anything close to this. And it starts in simple ways. It starts with kindness. It starts with generosity, uh, generosity of spirit primarily, and witnessing to hope. And people will want what we have. They will want the grace of, of, of joy and faith in their lives more than anything else that they, they could be reaching for, whether it's alcohol or, or binging on Netflix. We have what the world needs right now. Yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, Tom, I want to give you a, a quick chance to uh, highlight St. Joseph Educational Center. What is it you guys are doing right now? Oh, gosh, thank you. Well, you know, I think I've, I've uh, laid low for a couple of weeks, letting parishes um, work their way towards uh, Triduum, work their way <clears throat> through uh, how do they pastorally serve at this time. Uh, but my primary relationship is to the 24 parishes in the Des Moines region, um, leadership uh, on staff, parish councils and commissions, um, and also doing some direct service work with parishes to provide talks and, and experiences for parishioners. Um, so I'm looking forward to now that we're, we're through the, the high, highest holy days of our, our year to start relating to our parishes and figuring out how do we, in a pandemic environment, find ways to proclaim uh, the good news for our communities. And of course, a lot of that will be done online for the coming months. Yes, it will. Uh, Tom Quinlan, thank you so much, Tom, for coming on. God bless you. It's always a joy to be talking with you, John. God bless everyone. Thanks, Tom. Uh, coming up. All right, let's go to Megan Selwa, Channel 13 Meteorologist. Well, that sun's out this morning. That's a nice little surprise for me. It is, but it's chilly, too. Um, yeah, it's chilly. And yesterday, boy, I'll tell you, a lot of rain here in central Iowa, but snow. Oh. Feet, we're talking about a foot of snow in Algona? Yes, they did see a lot of snow in northern parts of the state. And so, you know, for good reason, we had that winter storm warning in effect up there. And it looks like it all panned out, unfortunately, for them. <laughs> but we had yeah, a little bit severe out weather outbreak across the southeast U.S. with quite a few um, devastating tornadoes there. So, I mean, mm. snow, I think I can handle snow. So, <laughs> compared to that. Yeah, sort of yeah I didn't hear about the uh, the tornadoes. When did this happen? 
Oh, yeah. All day yesterday and into the night last night. So there was a number of long track tornadoes that hit places like Mississippi, Alabama, and even very early this morning out into North Carolina as well. So so they're going to be cleaning up a lot in the southeast U.S. So, you know, I'll take these colder temperatures if we can avoid having to deal with anything like that up here in Iowa. So for sure. that. It is going to be chilly today. Temperatures today are only going to make it into the low 40s, around 43 degrees. We will have sunny skies, and it will stay very breezy, but the wind's not as strong as they were overnight. We had some pretty high gusts through the overnight hours. Today's gusts will be around 30 miles per hour. Tonight will stay mostly clear, and it will still be a little bit blustery through the night, 26 degrees for your low. Tuesday, mostly sunny, 44 degrees the high, still a light breeze. And on Wednesday, we will see partly sunny skies. There's a slight chance of maybe a few showers, um, and highs will be up near 50 degrees on Wednesday. Thursday will be partly sunny and drier, 47 for your high. Friday, mostly sunny. We'll keep the upward trend to 53 degrees on Friday. And on Saturday and Sunday, it is looking gorgeous. We will have mostly sunny skies this weekend, and temperatures will be in the low 60s both days. All right. That's Channel 13 meteorologist Megan So. I hope you had a great Easter yesterday. Oh, we did. We watched our stream of mass and ate some ham and deviled eggs, and it was a, it was a good, cozy day at home. Yeah, I, I'm with you. All these people that are taking pictures of themselves in all these fancy clothes, I, I couldn't do it. I, I took a shower, and I got right back into my pajamas, so that was my oh, Easter. Nice. Well, you know, we took a picture, but the only one dressed up, it appeared, was my husband with his button-down shirt. The rest of us were <laughs> There he is. A motivated man indeed. I love it. Uh, yeah. Megan, thanks for coming on. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. All right. Joe Stopulis coming up in the second half hour, friends. Host of Man Up here in Iowa Catholic Radio. And at 745 today, we're going to talk about some tips to staying close or connected with God. I read a great piece by Eric Robinson yesterday uh, that, that highlighted some interesting ways for us indeed to be able to connect with our lord during this time uh don't go anywhere john lee Nettie in the morning right here on this monday april 13th thank you to blessman international for underwriting the show you know i'm staying up to date and close with blessman international on their emails if you haven't subscribed subscribe it's it's been something interesting to be able to see how they still continue to serve all the the children and families that they are serving there in limpopo south africa blessmaninternational.org thank you again for underwriting this show and your friend here for Iowa Catholic Radio, blessmaninternational.org. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went away quickly from the tomb, fearful yet overjoyed, and ran to announce the news to his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached, embraced his feet, and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. While they were going, some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priests all that had happened. The chief priests assembled with the elders and took counsel. Then they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers, telling them, You are to say his disciples came by night and stole him while we were asleep. And if this gets to the ears of the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble." The soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed, and this story has circulated among the Jews to the present day. The Gospel of the Lord The Marys are described as being fearful yet overjoyed. Imagine the intensity of emotion regarding seeing your friend being beaten, murdered, and now they experience him alive again. 
Even though physical death is inevitable, it can still be a very scary prospect for those of us who consider ourselves faithful. But Jesus doesn't want us to be afraid. It doesn't accomplish anything and only obstructs the hope of eternal life that God offers us. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Jesus told St. Faustina, I yearn for souls. On the Feast of Divine Mercy, you will go through the whole world and bring fainting souls to the spring of my mercy. I shall heal and strengthen them. The Feast of Divine Mercy is Sunday, April 19th. Jesus offers us extraordinary graces on this special holy day. It is like a second baptism, a complete cleansing of our souls, a grace we will probably never fully comprehend. Divine Mercy Sunday, April 19th. Thank you to Bozen the Floors for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dallin Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Floors. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy Spirit. Holy Father, yesterday said that the coronavirus crisis forces us to choose between life and love of many. He says uh, this is the time that we need to reevaluate these things in our lives. If you choose money, he said, you choose the way of hunger, slavery, wars, arms, factories, uneducated children. There is the tomb. Lord, it is the prayer of the Pope. Help us to choose the good of the people without ever falling into the tomb of mammon. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Easter. And a happy Easter to you, my friend. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Absolutely. Yeah. And the, the sun's out, and, and we're a little bit dry this morning, a little bit uh, chillier than last week. But, uh, hey, we all survived, and... Uh, I think your family survived you and your uh, your extraordinary eggs, as I understand. Hmm? Oh, yeah. yeah. I make the best scrambled eggs in town. But I got outvoted. See, I, I'm a dinner guy. I've never mm-hmm. grown up really as a breakfast person. But my whole family, they're breakfast people. So they wanted a big brunch. So that's what we did. We, uh, we had the brunch yesterday. But uh, it was good. It was good. I'll, I'll take it. 
So you're staying to uh, your normal routine. Well, actually, today is the uh, 30, uh, what, 32nd day of our quarantine. It started last month about this time, and you have sta- uh, stayed true. Uh, get up, take a shower, and go right back into your sweatpants and T-shirt. So that's a pretty good wardrobe you know, for you I, this time of year. Sweatpants is my middle name. I, I'll take any excuse I get to wear sweatpants all day, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, no socks, I'm guessing, ever since, what, February 1st, you haven't put socks on and you just sandals and socks outdoors. Uh, that's, that's another you thing. You know, I, I had remember. to run to the store yesterday uh, for something, and uh, I, I wore my sandals, and that was a big mistake. So, yeah, I thought of you. <laughs> well, oh, I'm glad that brought that out. Um, thanks thanks yeah. for sharing. But, uh, yeah, so good a good Easter. We did the same. Uh, I, I didn't. I wasn't quite extravagant as you. Uh, I did put on some other clothes. I told my daughter to get out of her tie dye shirt as we watched mass on uh, on uh, the uh, live stream. I said, "You got to get out of that tie dye shirt and put on a better shirt." <laughs> well, Father's not going to see me, and I said, "No, but I can see right. you." <laughs> yeah, this father can see you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So. All right, my friends, so we just keep enduring uh, self-quarantine and social distancing. That's been our way for uh, for a month now. I think there's light at the end of the tunnel. Hope so. Hope it's not too soon. Hope it's just right, and that's going to be the big decision here coming up the next uh, month or so. But uh, just be patient, folks. It'll all, it's all turn. So I'm going to keep our yes, prayers with everybody that's uh, been affected. And right now, let's get right to it from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have mostly clear skies, a very chilly 25 degrees with northwest winds at 15. We are seeing gusts up to 30 miles per hour this morning. That feels like temperature down to 13 degrees. Yesterday we had just under an inch of rain here in central Iowa, and as uh, John mentioned with Megan, a uh, foot of snow up there in uh, Rhinebeck, Iowa, up, up there by Emmitsburg and Algona, just north of there by the Minnesota border. They had a foot of snow, and they'll be uh, melting that today, hopefully. And today we'll see mainly sunny skies here in central Iowa. Today's high 42 degrees. The winds will be very breezy, west-northwest, 20 to 30 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight, mostly clear, overnight low of 26 degrees, and then tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 44 degrees. We'll have uh, uh, not as windy tomorrow in our in our forecast. And on Wednesday, partly cloudy, a high of 46 degrees. The rest of the week, Thursday and Friday, not looking too bad. Highs in the upper 40s and lower 50s, but there is a chance of rain on both Thursday and Friday. Well, in the news on this uh, Easter Monday morning, uh, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds has named a fourth justice to the Iowa Supreme Court. West Des Moines attorney Matthew McDermott was her uh, pick for an opening on the state's highest court. McDermott replaces uh, David Wiggins, who retired last month, and he grew up in Carroll, has worked in a Des Moines law firm, and was the lead attorney defending Iowa's new collective bargaining law uh, when public employee unions sued the state. Uh, in other news, Iowa's close to getting 5- to 15-minute uh, coronavirus tests. Uh, last week, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds said a number of testing machines from Abbott Laboratories are on the way, and they're expected to arrive tomorrow. Uh, Governor Reynolds says the machines won't immediately speed up testing capacity. She says each machine also has potential to test about 100 people. Now, according to the Iowa State Hygienic Lab, it has the ability to test more than 2,000 people a day under its existing testing method, which requires about 24 hours to produce a result. Now, Governor Reynolds says the state is using both rapid tests and traditional tests in its plan to battle coronavirus. Iowa now has 
1,587 cases of uh, coronavirus with 41 deaths in the state. Seven deaths occurred yesterday. There have been a total of over 16,000 negative tests of the coronavirus. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. All high school spring sports and activities in the state of Iowa have been suspended indefinitely, and that includes both girls and boys track, soccer, golf, and tennis here in the state of Iowa. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have mostly clear skies right now, 25 degrees with a northwest wind at 15 miles per hour. We are seeing gusts up to 30 miles per hour. And that puts the feels-like temperature outdoors to 13 degrees right now. And today we'll have mostly sunny skies here in central Iowa. Today's high 42 degrees with west-northwest winds gusting at 20 to 30 miles per hour throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We have an accident to University at 2nd Avenue. Use caution there. Also, a lot of construction popping up around the area. So uh, just follow the posted detour signs if you uh, come to a road closure or uh, just be aware of lane reductions in areas as well. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute their project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Now, he's the last of the early popes. It's venerated as a martyr. We celebrate Pope St. Martin I today. He was elected pope in a time of great turmoil. The Western Roman Empire had fallen to the barbarians, and the Eastern Empire, the Byzantine Empire, had significant influence on how the church taught the faith in the East. Martin was elevated to the papacy, but the emperor did not confirm his selection. Shortly after Martin's elevation, he called a council to discuss a popular heresy that suggested that Jesus had no human will. As it so happened, the Byzantine emperor was a strong proponent of the heresy, and when the council officially censured certain imperial documents and denied the heresy, the emperor was enraged. He first tried to turn the people against the pope, and when that didn't work, he tried to assassinate him. That plot failed as well, so the emperor sent troops to Rome to arrest the pope and bring him to Constantinople. Martin offered no resistance. Martin was tortured and imprisoned and then sentenced to death. Only the pleas, however, of the Bishop of Constantinople saved Martin's life. Instead, Martin was exiled to Russia. Martin's poor health and failing condition as a result of the torture and imprisonment combined to cause the death shortly there officially declared a martyr's death. We ask today... Pope St. Martin I to pray for us 
Amen. One of those stories that could be made into a movie, friends. Stephen C. Reed, thank you. Attorney at law for underwriting this today. A family man that knows how important wills and estate planning really is. Been in practice for over 30 years. 2241776. That's 515-224-1776. When we come back, some ways, some tips to stay connected with God during these times of not being able to gather in person for mass. We're at a great blog piece from Eric Robinson. We'll have him coming up right after this. Joe Stopulus on right now. Hey, Joe. Good morning, Mr. Leonetti. You there, Joe? John. John. Mr. Leonetti. Good morning, sir. Hear me. Can you hear me? Am I on? I can hear you. I can hear you. Hey, John, so it sounds like you did not get dressed up for Easter? (laughs) I did not. No, I stayed in the PJs. Bah humbug to you, good sir. Bah humbug to you. <laughs> you were all in, though. I know your family. I saw that picture of you. All in on the on the Easter dress up. Listen, we we did the whole vigil, man. We it's funny. My vigil, mine. I mean, so I basically ran the thing. We we did an in home vigil. Um, it went longer than a lot of the actual ones. It sounds like uh, we went about an hour and a half on our vigil. So nice. Like nice. You were able to do it outside a little bit. I saw a picture. For what? You, you were able to go outside, do it a little bit outside, right? Well, yeah, yeah. So we did. We started outside with the fire in the fire pit uh, and did all that. It gets light Friday night or Saturday night. It was kind of nice, so it actually worked out pretty well for us. Um, no, I mean, it might become a new tradition. Maybe we'll do Easter Vigil at our house because, you know, with you know four, almost five kids, like it's tough to do that uh, just in the church. We've done it a handful of times. It's kind of difficult. So we might do it at our house going forward and then go to Mass in the morning kind of thing. So we'll see, and we really enjoyed it. I uh, was, you know, the kids got a lot out of it. it kind of, I could explain the readings to them and what we're hearing about during the reading. So it was great. It was really enjoyable, quite frankly. And uh, we get to have a nice celebration afterwards as well. What do we got coming up on your show? Yeah, so the show today is uh, it's a it's a repeat, but it's a good one. Uh, so Father Dan Haran is one of the foremost scholars today on on Thomas Merton. He's actually the head of the Thomas Merton Society. I've had him on probably three or four times. Um, but one of my favorites was uh, we had him on to talk about the Seven Story Mountain. So today I thought, as we're heading into this Easter season, great time to learn more about Thomas Merton uh, and what we can learn from him, the Seven Story Mountain, about prayer and conversion. Uh, uh, that's coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, 9 o'clock in the evening, friends. Host a man up, Joe Stopulus. Talk to you soon, brother. See you, John. All right. I th- Sorry about that, folks. I think there's a little bit of for staying connected with God. You're not able to go to Mass in person, but there's some great tips from Eric Robinson. I read this piece the other day, and it was good. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Five Sons Nature School Design for underwriting the show, a Catholic right here in central Iowa that's helping many, many other families, uh, especially during these times. You know, if there's water that uh, had a lot of rain yesterday, Five Sons Nature Scapes Landscape and Design, it's one of their specialty. High quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. 515-493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, April 13th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. 
The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this unprecedented time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes, live streaming mass, activities for families, and much more. Also, be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page to watch Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday Mass, which is live-streamed. On Fridays, you can tune into our Facebook page to watch Father Bertagli, rector of the cathedral, celebrating his private Mass with Bishop Johnson. That's also live-streamed. On Sundays, Bishop will be sharing video reflections of the day's gospel. The Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page will also continue sharing online resources as well as videos and masses streamed by other priests in our diocese. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction. Dream Dirt's online equipment auction, Farm Bid, is an online auction house for farm machinery. We take your equipment photos and information and create listings for our customers to make it as easy as possible to get started selling machinery online. And each item is advertised individually to get the most exposure. Bidding happens 24-7 at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee, that even more than right here on this Easter Monday. Happy Easter, all of you. Again, we keep at the forefront of our minds Christ Jesus. He is our hope. Today, today, as you, uh, as we end this show here in the next few minutes, uh, today, how is it that you're going to grow closer to God? And tomorrow, I'm going to ask the same question. Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. It's a question that we should be asking every day of our lives. In a special way, we have an opportunity to do so right now. Today, how will you grow closer? How will I grow closer to God? One of the ways that we're not able to uh, necessarily grow closer to God is by attending Holy Mass for most of us. Now, that doesn't mean that Mass isn't still being offered. I know many of our priests around the Diocese of Des Moines especially, our bishop offering daily masses, and not just to hear their homilies, but to really just kind of see, again, our Eucharistic Lord. I've even seen different areas or different websites that are Eucharistic Lord there in adoration. Again, it's it's not the same as being in his presence, but hey, whenever we're able to even look at him on a screen, uh, the power of, of of our Lord, I think, I, I believe anyway, can still transmit 
Uh, there's no uh, this comes from a blog piece that I, I read the other day by Eric Robinson, and, and he talked about the ache, the growing ache right now that's happening in people's lives, and especially you know right now that they're not able to attend mass. But here's some tips for staying connected uh, with God. Number one, sacred scripture. He says, when we go to mass, we feast at the table of the Lord. And uh, in feasting at the table of the Lord, uh, it's, a, it's a tangible way for us to be able to partake in this. And that's that's something I think is important for all, all of us. One of the other ways right now is holy uh, imagination, he says. Uh, God is with us. The saints follow the lamb wherever he goes. The lamb is God with you. Unlock your imagination. Take a few moments to imagine Jesus. Uh, I was talking about the um, the blog piece that I read by Eric Robinson, some different ways for us to be able to grow closer to God during this time. And I think the big issue for us right now, as I said, and I don't know if it was uh, it was broadcasted, but I said one of the big things we have to figure out is how we're going to grow closer to God today. And that's the issue for us right now. Not not tomorrow, not the next day, not when all of this is over, not what our lives looked like before, but how are we going to grow closer to God right now? Uh, and one of the ways that Eric gives us, especially right now, as we're not able to attend Mass, is, is sacred scripture. Uh, when we go to Mass, he says we feast at the table of the Lord's word and his body. And we can't participate in Christ's body and blood at a tangible rate right, right now, though we can enjoy spiritual communion, of course. But we can still encounter Christ through the scripture. So opening those uh, readings up, I, I talked to my kids last night about this. This is something we're going to try to do every day from here on out. We did it yesterday, and it was really beautiful. We've really come to to pray in many, many different ways. I've introduced different novenas, uh, especially an emergency novena of 10 memoraries from St. Teresa of Calcutta, uh, and that's the emergency novena, that offering that, different days of uh, doing uh, uh, different, um, uh, participating in um, uh, uh, imag- excuse me, uh, in uh, I'm sorry, I'm having some issues. I can hear something in the background right now that's not coming through fully. Uh, but uh, you know, examination of conscience, which is something that we've been doing, which is which is happening, and and something I'm definitely really enjoying for us going around and talking about the things that we're thankful for, but incorporating sacred scripture into this. You know, maybe a first and or second reading, um, maybe a the responsorial psalm for the day. Uh, maybe the gospel for the day, but really kind of getting to know sacred scripture. And the church has a great walk through that with our daily readings. They talked about a holy imagination. You know, God is with us, friends. The saints follow the Lamb wherever He goes, and the Lamb of God is with us. So the saints are with us as well. So we take some moments to be able to encounter the saints of the Church, Our Lady, recognizing that they are a part of our family as well, I think is a big area for us to be able to focus on, too. It says, dust off your rosary. Yeah, I think that's a big deal, too. And you know, the rosary, the, the actual physical rosaries that we hold in our hands, the rosary prayer, which I think is the second most powerful prayer we have in the world to the Mass, uh, but that's not the only prayer that can be prayed on the rosary. Of course, there's Divine Mercy Chaplet, there's the uh, Chaplet of Faith, which I talked about the other day, uh, and there's other different prayers that go through on the Holy Rosary that you can pray, get creative, uh, look up some of those on uh, YouTube or Twitter uh, or Google, and they, they've got uh, quite a few on there, I've found. Uh, reciting the Divine Mercy Chaplet, YouTube Masses and Adoration, as I said, Adoration uh, something that I know many different churches and uh, chapels around the world are broadcasting right now. You can go on YouTube and there's live uh, uh, presentations, I, I don't like to say it like that, but there's live video footage of 
uh, adoration of our Eucharistic Lord, just some ways to be able to do that. Uh, Eric also calls for just taking a walk out in nature. You know, we here in Iowa are still blessed to be able to do just that. Of course, we want to keep the social distancing and all that in, in accord, but going on a walk or just enjoying something. I know it's a little cold out today, but bundling up and maybe taking a little bit of fresh air uh, for a few minutes can be good. And finally, I think this is the most important one. Eric talks about enjoying silence, and not just entering into silence, but actually enjoying it. And some ways that we can enter into that is, uh, I think, beautiful. So really help understand, if you've got young kids, to help them understand the power of silence as well. I know that's something that we're trying to do in our household, silent time every day, silent reading time, silent time of prayer, just getting to know silence. That puts the show in the books, friends. We'll be back on tomorrow. Hopefully we'll get all the, the kinks and everything in order. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing this morning? Oh God, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining me today, friends. I am confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.